God is moving and doing wonderful things. I want to talk to you all about something today. And, you know, I'm not one of those kind of people that just wants to tell you everything you want to hear. It's just not me. But today I think I have something encouraging for you. I think I have something for you today that ought to make you leave here rejoicing. The title of the message today is The Favor of God. Before we start, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I come to you today, Lord, once again, as humbly as I know how. Father, you see me standing here with all my inadequacies, all of the hang-ups I have as a, as a natural person. And Lord, I just lay everything on the line for you today. I ask that you take me in whatever state I am and use me. God, I ask that you just cleanse me right now. Purify my heart and my mind. And let your holy anointing rest upon me today, Father, that the word that goes forth would be uplifting to those that are here today. Lord, let it be, let it be food for their soul. Let it minister to their heart, Lord. And God, I ask that you help me get myself out of the way. That everything that would be done, Lord, will be in your will and in your accordance, Lord. And I just ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. What does favor mean? Favor means to give special regard to. And you know, I want to tie this in with something else. The, the definition that a lot of people use for grace is unmerited favor. So I want you to kind of understand what favor is. You know, most of you have an ideal. You, you, have, you have your children and you, they're favored by you. you. You take care of them. You treat them the way you would want to treat them. You treat them, just try to give them everything you can. That, that's what it means to be favored, okay? And some of you, this isn't an ideal situation, but you can probably think back to a time where maybe your parents favored one child more than another. You know, that's just the way it is. You can't, you can't do anything about that. That's how it happens sometimes. Well, what does it mean to be favored by God? And who is favored by God? Well, I want you all to know today that all of you are favored by God. Now, this ain't... I want you all to really understand now. You're, you're favored by God. Now some, if, if you look at them, they seem to be more favored than others. And there, some of you would look at, at somebody else sitting here today and say, well, they're not very favored by God. Just look at the circumstances of their life. Look how they're dressed. It just seems like they don't have anything. But see, when God favors you, it's not always on the outside. It's not always a natural thing. You see, God is, is a spirit. God deals in the spiritual realm. And sometimes the person you look at and say, hasn't, they don't have anything, spiritually, they know they are highly favored by God. So, I want y'all to get rid of any preconceived notions that you have about other people today. Let's just put those aside. And let, let's read some Scripture. <clears throat> First one I'm going to read today is in Philippians chapter 4. 
And some of these scriptures I'm going to read may not on the face of them seem like they're dealing with the favor of God, but I assure you they are. You know, if you do a little study, you'll find there's many places in the Bible that even have the word favor in the scripture, and I don't think I picked out any of those. That's just the way it went today. So Philippians chapter 4 verse 11 is where we're going to start. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased, I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Now what in the world is Paul talking about here? What is he trying to tell you? I'm going to tell you what he's, what he's telling you, the context he's working from. You see, <clears throat> what did he say? He said, I've learned in no matter what state I'm in to be content. Now how can you say that? You know, I've been in a lot of different states in my life, and there's plenty of times that I was not content if I looked at my life. I can always think, man, I really want that, or I'd like for this to happen. I wish things would have went this way. You see, that's looking at the natural aspect of things. We talked about this a little bit last week, about getting wrapped up in circumstances and the things in our life and not walking by faith, but walking by sight and looking at what's going on around you. But you see, Paul here is talking about uh, something a little bit different than what you first think of when you read that. The first thing you think of is being content with having bad things happen. And then, to some degree, that is what he's talking about. But how can you get to that kind of place? You see, what Paul understood that some of you today may not, but you will before this is over, what Paul understood was that he could find contentment in spiritual things. Because what he knew was, was that he was favored by God. And see, when you understand what it means to be favored by God, the weights get shifted. Because you now understand a key principle. You, you start to understand something that, that outweighs all those circumstances going on. See, this is how Paul could be content. Y'all know a little bit about Paul. Y'all know some of the things Paul went through. Oh man, he was in prison time after time, subject to all sorts of terrible things, beatings, and you know, they ended up... Uh, they beheaded him, didn't they? Is that right? I'm blank right now. But he went through all kinds of terrible things for the name of Christ. You know, if I was subjected to that kind of thing, it would be hard to find contentment. You know, I I have a hard enough time being content when everything's going right. But Paul says he could, he's, he's found that no matter what state he's in, if everything's going good or if everything's going bad, that he can be content. Why? Because he knew what it meant to be favored by God. He knew what it meant because, you know, I'm, I'm going to share another scripture with you. You've all heard it many times. You've heard me say it. But when God is on your side, 
who can be against you? See, when God is, is for you, when you're favored by God, I'm going to wear it out today, when you're favored by God, all that other stuff is inconsequential. All that other stuff. Now look, y'all, y'all listen. Because see, I, I've been a Christian a long time. I've been a Christian a long time, and I have looked to many things for my contentment. But when I look to God, and I say, God, at this point I don't care what's going on, I just know I'm one of yours. And I say, God, I don't care what it takes. Whatever you have to do, I want to be pleasing to you. See, you find contentment there. Because you know when you're pleasing to God, you're favored by God. I ain't ever seen anybody that, that was not pleased with somebody that didn't favor them a little. You know, I've got, I've got bosses at work that for some reason like me. I don't know what I did to encourage it. I don't know. You know, it probably wasn't anything I did because I've always prayed that God would help me find favor with those in charge over me. So I know it's the hand of God. But that favor does not extend outside the workplace. That favor doesn't come home with me. See, the favor of God covers every aspect of my life. And when I seek to be pleasing to Him, I'm going to be in line with what He would have me to do in other areas of my life. Now, I'm going to get there in a minute, y'all. Y'all just hang on. I'm laying the groundwork. First Corinthians chapter 9. First Corinthians chapter nine, verse twenty-four. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is tempered in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. Paul's talking about this race, right? Talking about people running a race, and man, we do this all the time. And, and, you know, you may not even be an athlete, but you're running a race. I, I look at my, my personal life, at work especially. We're running a race. We're competing with other people trying to come out on top all the time. And you know, I, I don't do that near as much as I used to. I finally got to a point where I just said, you know, I really don't care. Because this is not my my source of provision. And whatever God chooses to do with me, that's fine. But I'm not going to do more to tie up my time than what I need to. Because the more further I go in this race, the more time I have to give to that instead of to God. But nevertheless, it's a race. See, those people, all of you here today that have done this and maybe still doing it today, you're, you're racing toward the finish line, hoping to receive the reward. And that reward is an incorruptible crown. 
unless you're talking about natural things. It's a corruptible crown. You see, it's, it's something that will perish. And you look at the things in your life, and you say, what in the world does this have to do with the favor of God? Hang on a minute. You look at your life, the things you have, and everything will go away. Everything you have, no matter how great it is, and you think, I'm going to go buy the nicest car because it's going to last longer. I'm going to buy the best thing I can because I'll get more out of it. It's better than the other stuff. But you know what? It's still corruptible. It's still going to perish. It's still not going to be worth as much as soon as you drive it off the lot. It's still not going to have value when it's dead. But in the spiritual realm, you're running a different kind of race. You're racing toward the finish line hoping to receive this incorruptible crown, the crown of life. What does that have to do with favor? Well, see, you're running this race. You're looking and striving toward this incorruptible crown. I don't know if y'all see it or not, but the fact that you can do that, the fact that there is an incorruptible crown available, that crown of life, the fact that there's, there's the possibility is favor of God. See, that's God's favor. The fact that He sent His Son to die for you is His favor. He is showing you that He, he favors you and cherishes you above others because He brought you into His kingdom. He favors us. He chooses... I've already told you all this, but there's, there's people He picks and chooses. And you think He doesn't favor others above uh, some other ones? You, look around. I'm telling you all right now, I'm highly favored of God. I'm not trying to exalt myself above you. You know what? You could be in the same position. You see, the more I try to please God, the more I run this race and strive the more pleasing I become to God, the more He favors me. You think that don't line up with what the Scripture says? What does it say? It says, draw nigh unto me, I will draw nigh unto you. See, He gets closer to you. He wants to get closer to you. The closer you come to Him, He says, okay, I can move in a little more. I'm going to favor you a little more. And you know, I've seen evidence of that in my life. I'm, talk, I'm going to talk natural for a minute because I know everybody can understand natural. See, the Word tells us that the natural man can't understand things of the Spirit. But the spiritual man can understand both. So I'm going to talk natural for a minute, not to put you down, but I just want to make sure everybody understands. You see, the closer I've gotten to God, the more I see favor in my natural life. The closer I get to God, I don't mean just the more I read the Bible the more I try to change myself and conform to the image of His Son, the more I try to be pleasing to Him no matter what, even though I look at my circumstances and... Y'all, I'm going to tell off on myself a little bit. We were looking at our budget the other day. And I'm going to tell you, I got a little concerned. I don't know where money's going. It's just going out the door. Y'all ever done that? You looked at it and said, man, we ought to have more money than this. Every time I turn around, there's new stuff in my house, though. But I can't figure out where it's going. It's going to Walmart. 
is going to Walmart. But I want you all to understand something. Two years ago, I didn't have that kind of stuff. Two years ago, and y'all think, well, you're just blowing everything you got. Well, you're right. But, that's the favor of God. See, there's provision there. But you know what? I don't get hung up on that stuff. If you want it, you can go over and take it. I don't care. That is not where my treasure is. My treasure is placed in spiritual things. You see, when you're pleasing to God, He will favor you with natural things. Also, He will bless you in natural ways also. It's not always just a spiritual blessing. It's not always just God uh, making you feel happy all of a sudden one day. It's sometimes God will bless you with natural things. I'm not trying to convince you of anything. If you don't believe me, that's fine. But I want you all to know that that's possible. God will bless you sometimes in the natural things. But see, here's what I want you all to get across today. I want you to understand this. And I'm not going to pick anybody out and try to make an example of anybody. I think I'd just embarrass somebody if I did. But there's people that you see here today. There may be people that you work with, people that you're friends with, whatever. And I'm not looking down on anybody. But there are people that you look at on the outside and you say, man, they ain't got nothing. They must be doing something wrong. There ain't no reason why they couldn't do better than that. See, we think that in the natural. But I want you all to know, Look, get on the other side. If you're one of those kind of people, and, and you just don't have the kind of outward appearance that others do, see, here's what I want you to say to yourself. I want you to say, yeah, but I'm highly favored of God. See, that's where our joy ought to be. Our joy ought to be in the fact that we are highly favored of God. Do you know what the angel told Mary? When Mary was going to give birth to Jesus, the angel came and he said, you are highly favored of God. Do you know what, what the Scripture records about Noah? It says, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. What is grace? Unmerited favor. Favor. It's the favor of God. He picks and chooses. I don't know why. Other than he knows who's going to be pleasing to him. He knows who's going to do what he would have him to do. He knows who's really going to have a heart for him. See, if we were to look at David, say, no, there ain't no way I'd pick you. Because David was a, man, he was, he was a rough character. But what's the word say? It says he was a man after God's own heart. I guarantee y'all David knew how to find favor with God. David knew something about being pleasing to God. We all need to today examine ourselves in the Spirit. See, I know there's a lot of people here, man, y'all are so quiet today. There's a lot of people here today that I'm going to tell off of myself again. I was over here last night and I tell you, I, I don't know what was wrong with me. I, 
y'all ever started trying to pray and I don't know if I just had too much on my mind, I was too tired or, or what, but I just felt like I didn't have no business over here praying. I felt so, so sorry feeling. You know what I'm talking about? I ain't talking about just wore out. I'm talking about I just felt so unworthy to even pray to God. Y'all feel like that ever? I bet some of y'all feel like that today, right now. But see, and I know this message today is not no big jumping, shouting kind of message. But I want y'all to know today before you leave here that there ain't no reason to feel that way. See, that's the devil trying to, to just wear you down. What does the Word call it? The Word calls Satan the accuser of the brother. He's an accuser. He's a liar. He's a cheat. He steals and kills and destroys. And you say, well, I ain't ever seen the devil kill nobody. Well, he kills you spiritually all the time. He wants to. He wants to ruin everything you have. And I begin to pray and think about this. And I just say, God, I don't know even how to pray right now. I don't know what to pray for, but you know how I feel. You know what's wrong with me. Whatever it is, I ask you just to help me out. Strengthen me. Restore me to where I ought to be. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost came into this place, and I begin to understand. I wait a minute. The devil is trying to steal something from me. Wait a minute. I, that's not who I am. You see, the devil will lie to you and he'll get you believing something before you turn around. Y'all think, I'm a Christian now, I ain't got to worry about the devil. But I'm going to tell you today, the devil will confuse you and convince you of something before you know what's going on. And all of a sudden, I was reminded that, wait a minute, I'm a child of God. And wait a minute, not only that, but I'm favored by God. So I had to start telling the devil who he was and where he needed to go. See, I have to remind myself in the Spirit all the time, this is the house of God. This is not the house of the devil. This is the house of God. And when Satan comes in and tries to rob something from me, I have to tell him, no, this ain't your house. This ain't your house. And y'all think I'm talking about this building right now. I ain't talking about this building. See, this is a temple. It may not, it's a big temple, I know. This is a temple. This is, this is the dwelling place of God. Y'all know that's what David was talking about. When he said, the only thing I want and that will I seek after is that I can dwell in the house of the Lord and inquire in His temple. He wanted the presence of God in Him. He wanted to be a part of that. See, that's what it's like to be favored by God. Do you know as soon as I begin to pray like that, do you know God moved? Why? Well, I want to share another scripture with you. I want you all to understand how God feels about you. And I may have to preach this a few times, I don't know. But you all going to understand before you leave this church, maybe not today, but before it's over with, you're going to understand how God feels about you. Psalms 37 and 4 says, Delight thyself in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Delight thyself in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thy heart. See, that's favor. 
My kids come to me and ask me something, and you know what? Sometimes I don't have it, but the thing I'd want most is to give to them. Caleb said the other day, he said, Daddy, we can go pick up my drums tomorrow. And I said, Son, what are you talking about? <laughs> drums? Where did that come from? Just out of the blue. And you know, on the outside, I said, Caleb, we ain't getting you no drums right now. But in my heart, I'm thinking, man, I wish I could go buy him some drums. See, that's favor. I'm going to tell you all, my son's highly favored by me. Not that my daughters aren't. See, that's how God looks at us. He looks at each one of you and says, Oh, man, I wish I could just give that to him. Even sometimes when it ain't the best thing for you, you say, Man, I know he wants it bad. I wish I could just give it to him. But see, I want to tell you all something else about God. God can't bless you sometimes. Why? Because you're out of favor. See, because you you get yourself removed out of the favor of God. And you notice I said you get yourself removed. God doesn't ever push you aside. God doesn't ever kick you to the curb. No, you pull yourself out of His grace and out of His favor. And when you get into a state like that, as much as he wants to, y'all ever had a kid you had to punish and you just really didn't want to do it? You ever had a time when maybe you've already promised to do something for them and then they do something to intervene between you and your favor and all of a sudden you can't give them something because of what they've done? You ever had that happen? You think that don't happen between you and God? Look, I'm just going to be real honest with y'all today. I'm not trying to build this thing up any bigger than it is. Sometimes, though, we pull ourselves out of God's grace. And the thing He wants to do most is just come running and grab us and pull us back in, but He says, I can't, because that would go against my word. And see, I don't want God to do that. You know why? Because if He did that, it would make him less of a God. It would make him fallible. It would make him not the perfect God that I serve. I know I'm probably boring y'all. There was another scripture I thought of, and I can't it's not written down here, so I'm gonna leave it alone. I want y'all to go this week. And I want y'all... Look, the next time Satan attacks you... How many of y'all... Y'all raise your hand. How many times have y'all been attacked by Satan in the past week? Now, I ain't talking about your flesh, okay? I ain't talking about your flesh. See, the Word says if if you walk in the Spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh... So set that aside. I'm talking about how many times does Satan attack you, not you yourself. I want y'all to remember when Satan attacks you. Because, man, I'm going to tell y'all, he works on me sometimes. He tears me down to a point where I'm so, oh God. I just feel pitiful. And I told God that last night. I said, God, I feel like I'm having a pity party. I feel sorry for myself. And, I, you know, it's, it's a shame when you can look at yourself and see that you're having a pity party. But I understood that's what was going on. I knew this is not 
this is not the normal Kevin. And I told God, I said, God, you know me. This ain't me. I am not one to sit around and feel sorry for myself. So whatever's going on, help me fix it. I want y'all to remember the next time Satan attacks you and you start to feel kind of kind of sorry for yourself and things start coming up and you're like, oh man, what am I going to do? Look at all these terrible things going on in my life and there's nothing I can handle. Remember, you're favored by God. Remember, you were chosen by Him. Picked, hand-selected. You're favored by Him. His favor extends into your life whether other people see it or not. You see, it doesn't matter what other people see. It doesn't matter what's evident to them on the outside. What's going on on the inside. There's a whole lot of y'all here today that somebody would look at and say, man, things are going kind of rough for you. They'd thank it anyway. But you need to be thinking to yourself, no, uh-uh, I'm favored by God. And when somebody says, hey, how's it going? And, you know, they say it a certain way sometimes. Hey, how's it going? Kind of like they see things ain't going great. Just say, well, some things aren't going good, but I'm favored by God. See, that that ought to change something about you. Remind yourself, I'm a child of God. I'm favored by Him. He cares about me. He, he selected me. He has something for me. See, my word that I read says that He knows His thoughts toward me. That they're for good and not for evil. That means favor. And I want you all to know, hey, God listens to your prayers. Man, sometimes it don't seem like it, does it? But I'm here to tell you, God listens to your prayers. God will sometimes tell you what to pray for. God will put it in your heart on somebody else you need to pray for. And the next time you start feeling kind of heavy, you might need to go to God and say, God, is there something else I need to pray for? See, sometimes those burdens that come upon you are for a reason. And it ain't got nothing to do with you. And as soon as you say, God, what is it? And I guarantee you, He'll put somebody in your mind. He'll put somebody in your mind and you pray for them and it's gone. You see, that person that you're praying for, guess what? Favored by God. Favored by God. I prayed for somebody last night at 9.25 and I'm going to ask and see if there was something going on then. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that before, but God will just put somebody on me and like, man, i got to pray for them. And I prayed for protection. I prayed for, for health. Whatever it was, God move right now. And that's the favor of God. You see, God will put people in your life that can minister to you, that can pray over you. That's His favor. He's looking out for you. He's he's covering you with His grace and mercy. Favor of God. 